Hey everyone, welcome to Tetsuo Tells a Story. I'm Tetsuo. Halloween is right around the corner, and I got a few stories up my sleeves to share with everyone. If you have a topic or any ideas you'd like for me to do, place them in the comments below. So without further ado, relax and turn on your nightlights. Please enjoy this episode titled Five Horrifying Paranormal Horror Stories. Story 1 The story I'm going to share is told to me by my cousin years ago. It was a personal ghost story told to him by his teacher during his orientation in secondary school. It goes like this. His teacher had to send one of his relatives who was returning to the US after coming back from Singapore for a visit off to the airport. After bidding farewell to the relative, he drove his way back home. In the parking lot, he saw an old lady and her grandson walking slowly towards the exit of the lot. Feeling sorry for the both of them, he offered to dry them out. The old lady politely refused and continued their way. Thinking nothing about it, he drove out of the car lot. While on the highway, to his surprise, he saw both the old lady and her grandson walking on the side of the highway. As he drove past, he noticed the old lady is waving and grinning at him. Without any delay, he speeds his way home. As he reaches home, he was getting a glass of water. He just happens to look out the window of his flat. To his surprise, he was looking directly at the old lady and her grandson again. As he was staying on the third floor, he could see the old lady was still waving to him. But this time around, he slowly saw the old lady and her grandson gradually turning into two skeletons, waving and nodding at him. After this incident, his teacher fell ill for two weeks. During those two weeks, he had nightmares of the same reoccurring dream of the old lady and her grandson calling out to him to join them on their journey to hell. Story 2 While I was in the Philippines during my vacation, I stayed with my relatives in the province, the countryside. One night, I was walking around the woods, trying very hard not to stare at the dark forest. As I was walking along, I encountered a lady in a white dress. I asked her if she needed help or directions. I asked if she was one of my aunts or her cousins, but she gave no response. I went up to look at her face, but 
it was covered by her hair. So I looked closer and closer at her face. And I still couldn't see because the darkness was also sort of blocking her face. I then decided to return home. As I proceeded back to my house, she started crying. And then she ran into the dark forest. I was about to follow her, but I heard my mom calling me from the house. As I got there, my relatives all gave me a weird, horrified look. I asked them what was wrong, and my mom said that she saw me talking to the white lady. I really didn't care until she told me that this white lady was a ghost. The story of the white lady goes like this. The white lady lures you into the forest at night and gets you lost and you will never be found again. The story horrified me because I was so close to following her into the forest. I thanked my mom for saving my life. Story 3 A few years ago, I was watching TV with my friend in my apartment. On TV, they were playing a kind of a horror story show, which is shown every summer season. Suddenly, my friend stops talking. The story on the TV was about a closure of a school that was being exorcised by a Japanese traditional shaman. He seemed to be praying to a god or spirit. And after a few minutes, his voice changed and became very, very deep. The voice said, I will never forget your faces and that yellow car because you were disturbing my sleep, breaking windows and walls. I will never forgive you. After my friend heard this, his face was pale white. I asked him, what's the matter with you? He then asked me, have you ever believed in ghosts? I thought he was making fun of me. However, his face was very serious. He said that he had gone to the same school a month earlier with his friends. They were drinking quite a bit, and I'd broken some windows and walls. I knew that he had a yellow car. I still thought he was joking, but he called a few friends who were there with him. One of my friends was also watching the same TV show. The friend was shocked by the story. I couldn't believe them, but they talked to me very seriously. When I suggested that I would like to go there with them, they were very scared. So I finally believed their story. I never believed in ghosts, but after my friend talked to me, I felt like they might actually exist. Story 4 This story is from my cousin named Ty. 
So Ty and his group of high school friends decided to go camping. The group consisted of five guys and five girls. They rented five bicycles for the trip and rode up the mountain, one couple per bike. It was getting late and the sky was getting darker and darker. Ty was in the lead of the group and saw a figure ahead by the road. It appeared to be squatting. Thinking that the person was urinating, Ty thought that it would be cute to scare the person. As Ty approached the person and was ready to scream at them, Ty screamed in horror instead. The man had turned around and had no face. Where his features should have been was only a blank, smooth face. The rest of the group saw and screamed. Following, Ty hurried up the road, trying to get away from this faceless ghost. When they were finally exhausted from the getaway, they noticed flashing blue lights coming down the road. They thought it was odd for a police car to be cruising the mountain road. As the car passed without stopping, they saw nothing inside the car. The police car was driving itself. The group of kids panicked and dropped the bikes and took off in two directions. Ty grabbed two girls and ran one way while the others took off in another direction. Ty and the two girls came upon a military post where a guard was standing. Ty told the guard what had just happened and asked if they could stay and chat with him. The guard agreed up until his shift was over. When the time came for a shift change, they asked the same of the next guard. They stayed awake until the sun came up. When it came time for them to leave, they thanked the guard and walked down the mountain. As they walked further, they saw the rest of their companions sitting on the ground, crying. What happened? Ty asked. You wouldn't believe what happened to us, one of them said in between sobs. After we split up, we saw this house with the lights on. We asked to stay for the night, and the nice old man agreed. He even gave us food to eat, and towels to get washed up. We even watched TV. And, Ty said, This, this is what we woke up to this morning. Ty looked around and saw that they were sitting on ruins where there was once a building. Perhaps the one his friends had slept in. Story 5 So, my story is in the spring of 2014 just when the snow was melting. I had a dream that the world fell 
into darkness and that something was trying to take and kill my family. The thing took my family and locked them up in a building. I knew how to go save them, but the building was guarded by a dead army. In my dream, it was nighttime, and I had to figure out a plan. I would sneak past the army, pick the locks, and while my family was running, I'd distract the army. The plan went smoothly in my dream. I was running through a big city, and the army was still chasing me. My family was safe. I wasn't. But I wasn't worried, because I turned a corner and lost the army. I tried to get back to my family, and started walking around the city. I knew where I had to go, but I could never get there. It seems like I was running in circles. I kept seeing the same street, same lamp, and same big skyscraper to my left. Then, all of a sudden, it got super foggy. And I was going to pass the big skyscraper again. I had a bad feeling, so I started backing away slowly. As I started to back away, out of the building came two girls. They were sisters, twins to be exact, but one was a little shorter than the other and they were holding hands. I stood still through the fog. Their whole body was bruised, black and blue, like corpses. Their hair was cut short to their shoulder and they both had white bows on top of their head and wearing dirty, tattered white dresses. When I look at their faces, it was also black and blue. Their eyes were red and crying blood. When they saw me, they smiled, and I saw sharp teeth and nasty tongues. I started slowly backing up, but they came after me, slowly. The both of them raised up their crippled, broken-looking arms and gave me a finger and a come-hither motion for me to go to them. But I knew. I knew I had to leave. The thought of Bonsong, a.k.a. female spirit, ran through my mind and I started running. All night... I was running from them, but I couldn't get away. I had to fight through the fog, and no matter how fast I ran, I felt slow. I kept running and running, when suddenly I turned a corner. I thought I lost them, but suddenly the fog became thick, and then they appeared right next to me. I finally woke up because I was scared, and my dog kept barking. Now that I woke up from a scary dream, I looked at my clock. It was 6.30 a.m. I tried to calm down and go to sleep again, but my dog kept barking. I went to the living room where he was and saw him barking at nothing. 
so I thought maybe my dog wanted to go outside. I had a bad feeling, but I had to let him do his thing, so I let him out and I stood on our porch. Immediately my dog ran out, but he didn't go poo or pee. He ran to the bottom of the porch steps and started sniffing, then walking in a perfect circle clockwise, then counterclockwise, and occasionally he'd go halfway up the stairs, then back down, walking in a circle. I was freaked out, and I told him to come to me, but he didn't. Instead, my dog sat at the bottom of the steps, waiting for me. I told him to go poo, but he just sniffed the ground. I felt like my dog was trying to tell me something, so I looked at the ground. Remember how I said that it was spring and the snow was melting? Yeah, I looked and in the melted snow, I saw perfect circles and oval-shaped footprints going in circles at the bottom of my porch. That's what my dog was sniffing and following. I got so scared, I ran up and into my house. My dog followed me. Fast forward to next weekend. I couldn't get the dream of these two entities out of my head and the footprints at the bottom of my porch. Every day I thought about it and I was getting paranoid. As I was thinking, suddenly my doorbell rang. And my grandma walked in. I felt like it was a blessing that my grandma had showed up because I was starting to get very paranoid. My grandma is actually a pretty powerful shaman. So I told my grandma about my dream and how my dog was acting weird. She thought that I was lying to her, but I wasn't. Then she walked over to my window and I could tell she sensed something. She then tells me not to be scared and that I was protected but my dream wasn't fake. She said that the two female entities were right outside my window on the bottom of the porch steps. If my dog wasn't sleeping in my house that night, they would have came and taken my spirit. She said that she saw their footprints spiritually, but my dog had wiped them away so they wouldn't come back to bother me. And that's why my dog was sniffing and walking in circles to cover their tracks so they don't come back. Basically, my dog saved me. I was so freaked out, but my dog comforted me and everything was okay. I hadn't had dreams of those twin entities since. Love your dogs and always trust them. My dog saved my life. My grandma said if it wasn't for my dog, I might have died. Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this episode. Talking about dreams and ghosts, 
I recently had a dream about an old wrinkly entity. So apparently in this dream, she tells me that she's met me before. And in this dream, I was strapped down on an operating table. And I could see and feel everything, right? So I can feel my fingers and I can feel my toes and whatnot. But I was strapped, so I couldn't move anywhere. And it obviously it freaked me out. And what felt like forever, this old wrinkly entity walks into the operating room. And I could smell the stench of it, whatever it was. And it walked closer and closer to me. And then it got into my ear and it said, Hmm. So it roughly translates to, How dare you try to run away from me? All this time, I have been trying to find you. All this running, and this is where you ended up. It starts to cut my cheek with its long fingers, and then it dugs its hand into my chest. And that's when I woke up, drenched and sweat. Oh my god, it was so scary. <laughs> so hopefully you enjoyed my little story at the end there too. And if you haven't, please subscribe to the channel. I look forward to seeing you at the next one.